When Life Gives You Lemons by Frank R. McMiller Don McLeod is likely the best lemonade maker I've ever met. Every so often you meet another human being who sets you back on your heels to take stock of your own life, prompting you to ask yourself what you will do when life gives you lemons, as it has for Don. In the time you read this story, I hope you'll be saying, I could learn a thing or two from this man's life. Providence finally brought us together two years ago, though our paths had crossed numerous times in yesteryears, but never simultaneously. Comparing life journeys intrigues us, how God guides our steps in ways that seem to defy coincidence. How many potentially awesome experiences vanish because we don't engage when opportunity knocks. Circumstances finally coalesced our meeting, neither of us could see coming. This is Dawn's and my eye-widening story. It started five decades ago in the tumultuous 1970s, when the world was reeling from the Vietnam War, Watergate, the Cold War, Roe v. Wade, and Elvis Presley's unexpected death. A 21-year-old Don was in his own little world, residing in Willowdale, Ontario, living the dream most young men have, finding the perfect woman, falling in love, and getting married. Valerie Lynn Dennis was that girl he met at a friend's place in 1969. In 72, Don began home mail delivery for Canada Post when Valerie was completing grade 12. After a five-year friendship, he had butterflies for her. Talk ensued of making the friendship permanent, but arguments on some issues put a damper on the amount of time they spent together. Increased absence made her heart grow fonder for another Don. Lemons. A fork in life's road led Don one way, Valerie another. To keep her focused on him, the new Don moved to Calgary, where she followed. Days morphed into years, years into decades, with our Don having no idea where she had moved. He trudged streets distributing mail, eventually moving from Ontario to any place in Canada his seniority allowed him to choose. Why not a warmer clime like Victoria, B.C.? But after five months walking noisy city streets there, he longed for a quieter place and moved to Sydney. He could never know that Valerie, a forgotten dream by now, had split from the other dawn over irreconcilable differences while he delivered mail for over 34 years. Little did he know, too, that Sydney's Rust Haven Lodge on his mail route was a Seventh-day Adventist-owned facility. Don recalls, One day on my route near the lodge, a woman on bicycle came up to me bearing a bag lunch. It became routine. Lights finally came on. She was pursuing me. I had met her before at the home of a fellow employee who knew her well. He and his wife invited us both to dinner with neither of us knowing the other would be present. Their matchmaking worked. A year later, Linda and I were married. Lemonade. My desired destiny was dashed to splinters when I suffered a massive stroke in 2004. Sour lemons. Any marital bliss soon faded. We lived apart in the same house four years, the last six months seeing her buy up new things furiously and storing them away. One day she announced, I'm no longer happy here. 
In a few days she was gone with all her new things. Such sour lemons. Dawn took a year's leave of absence to convalesce from the stroke, plenty of time to consider how to do life going forward. I had a choice. Sit around and feel sorry for myself over lemons life had handed me, or make lemonade. I resolved right then to cut my own lawn, go back to work, live life to the fullest possible with a happy outlook, never looking back. Good thing I couldn't see the future. I had my vehicle modified to drive, to go places. In June 2009, I drove to Peterborough, Ontario to reside with my sister and husband till I found a house to buy. Within days, I had my own place. After eight years vanished, my sister saw a Facebook post by Valerie Dennis, soon discovered to be my old flame. My sister messaged her that I was living in Peterborough. Within days, she called me from B.C. Several times a week, we'd talk. I learned she was on her own again and that she and the other Don had a daughter living in Sycamus, B.C., not far from Valerie's residence. From Don's earliest days of knowing her, Valerie was an on-and-off believer of the Adventist faith. She once mailed him the great controversy, which he read months later, and it thoroughly convinced him of the Sabbath truth. Don started to question the religious group he was connected to, asking why they kept Sunday as Sabbath. Back came their answer. It's just more convenient that way. That only drove Don nearer to the Adventist faith. Truth was rooting in his soul. Don adds, how ironic that Lindsay, daughter to Valerie and the other Don, actually became more of a daughter to me in the end and was more instrumental in influencing me toward the Adventist faith than was her mother. Dawn goes on, While visiting her family in Belleville, Ontario, Valerie proposed to visit me in Peterborough. Once we met up, conviction hit us both to never let marriage slip away a second time. She wept so happily when I proposed to her. Valerie then blurted out, Why would you want to marry me? I'm dying of an inoperable cancer. Puckering lemons. What an emotional roller coaster visit that was. Laughter, tears, lost time, regrets, crushing disappointment. It's a trade off, I declared. I live with your short life, you live with my acute disabilities. We'll marry anyway. Decision made. I would sell my Peterborough home, move to BC buy a home, get married, and live there close to her daughter and family. She was given eight months to live. I finally bought a home in Greenwood, two and a half hours from Salmon Arm, B.C. Off I drove to tell her of our new place, only to find her condition severely declined. With me by her hospital bed, life ebbed swiftly away with her never seeing the house or us getting married sourest of lemons, together yet so far apart. It's so fascinating how Don's and my paths crisscrossed. All the places he settled were places important in my life, too. And now our family has moved to Rock Creek, which could well be my last move, just minutes away from Don's Greenwood home. Just coincidence? In April 2020, Dawn attended Valerie's memorial service in Salmon Arm, 
with Pastor Royce Adiar officiating. Somehow, Pastor Royce, learning of Don's leanings towards Adventism, called Harold Zinner, leader of our Kettle Valley Church, saying Don might be a prospect for Bible studies. Since I live closer, Harold asked me to follow up. Of course I will, I assured, phoning Don immediately after. For over an hour, I listened to Don's tragic story and challenged him. Don, you seem serious about the Adventist faith. I'm committed to doing a complete series of studies with you, if you are. Should you be convinced of and desire to live the truth, I'll baptize you. Since you believe in Seventh-day observance, you might as well attend weekly right away. Don appeared that very next Sabbath and has rarely missed a Sabbath the last two years to this day. How thrilling to see Don's acceptance of every Bible truth revealed. He's read the Great Controversy three times, more than many other Adventists, and is now on to the Desire of Ages. Every Sabbath, his 45-minute drive lands him at church before anyone else. His sedentary life, by default of the stroke, has taken its toll on his weight. Bearing the burden of 300 pounds, the help of a leg brace enables him to get around with slow, sluggish steps he takes with patient persistence, never making excuses. I like to help him walk when I can, which helps me better appreciate the blessing of two legs to get around. That's not all. Imagine partial paralysis leaving you one hand and one arm to undertake every task. Through it all, Don has developed an inescapable sense of humor, cheering all hearts, all the time, making him the most optimistic person I've ever met. Even one winter as he was driving home from Kelowna, God's hand provided a search-and-rescue team traveling behind him, who came upon his ditch-bound, rolled van with him hanging upside down by his seatbelt, unhurt. Now back in Kelowna Hospital, he cheerfully calls me to come take him home. I'm so pleased he's still alive, uninjured, and smiling. Praise God for his amazing protection and saving grace, for not only Don, but also me and others, as it so happened that within a five-month stretch of winter, following Don's icy road accident, I and three other families with whom I was studying the Bible were all in life-threatening accidents, but not one of us slightly injured. The devil was so mightily messing with the lives of all of us in this small Bible study circle, but God had other plans. Don's life may appear limited to many, but his light shines in so many ways. His buoyant spirit in face of daily adversity is a powerful, persistent witness. That warm August 2022 day of Don's baptism is etched in many minds. Highly anticipated by our Kettle Valley Church family as we searched for the best time and place to do it, most of us were there at that mini-camp meeting themed A Thousand Rides Out. See the January 2023 Messenger article, Dreams Really Can Come True. Many of the 250 attendees witnessed Don's baptism in a nearby stream. I was grateful for several men who rallied to help lower and raise Don in the water. I challenged Don, Your baptism seals your adoption into God's family, where Jesus is both your elder brother and Savior. Let the Holy Spirit rule your life every earthly day, 
and you'll live in the new Jerusalem and new earth forever. Look at the radiance on Don's face the day the sun shone on him with acceptance and blessing. Don will continue to struggle with every daily task, but habitually smiling as he makes pink lemonade from lemons life hands him. Why pink, you ask? A pink is a plant with white pink-colored blossoms, a pervading sweet aroma. In the pink is a phrase coined by Shakespeare to describe a superior example of something, like being in good health or good spirits. Don's spirits will cheer the heart of any statue. And when I ask him, how is Don today? His answer, just live in the dream, Frank. A tad facetious, perhaps, but I hasten to say Don now gets to live a new dream, the reality of eternal life here and now and continuing forever when Jesus comes again soon and restores him to vibrant health, fulfilling Isaiah 35, 6, Then will the lame leap like a deer.